This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello. Welcome to this week's edition of the Africa Climate Conversations podcast. This is a weekly podcast aimed at bridging the communication gap on climate issues in Africa. I'm your host, Sophie Mbogwa. A few weeks ago, I mentioned that from October, we will be building the momentum to COP26. COP26 is the 26th annual UN climate conference expected between 31st of October and 12th of November this year in Glasgow, Scotland. I thought it best to look back at the climate journey before getting to Scotland in November. Please remember you can interact with us via email info at africaclimateconversations.com, our social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or leave us a comment on our website, www.africaclimateconversations.com. Now, did you know that the climate journey did not start at COP21 with the Paris Agreement in 2015? In June 1972, the first world conference to make the environment a major issue was held in Scotland, Sweden. That is the United Nations Conference on the Environment. The Stockholm Declaration placed environmental issues at the forefront of international concerns. It also marked the start of a dialogue between industrialized and developing countries on the link between economic growth, air, water and ocean pollution and people's well-being globally. 20 years later in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil, the United Nations Conference on Environment and Development was held in June. Among the five global agreements signed then was the Convention on Biological Diversity, CBD, the United Nations Convention to Combat Desertification, UNCCD, and the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, UNFCCC. Known as the Rio Conventions, these agreements address the need for adaptation and mitigation to climate change through their activities. The CBD addresses species and ecosystem and looks into the opportunities arising from ecosystem-based approaches. UNCCD reflects the links between desertification, land degradation, and drought and adaptation to climate change. The UNFCCC is the United Nations entity tasked with the support tasked with supporting the global response to the threats of climate change. To respond to the global climate change threats, the UNFCCC has two treaties. First was the 1997 Kyoto Protocol. The Kyoto Protocol operationalized the UNFCCC. The protocol only binds developed countries and places a heavier burden on them to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Why? Because it recognized that they are primarily responsible for the current high levels of greenhouse gas emissions in the atmosphere. The second treaty is the 2015 Paris Agreement adopted in Paris, famously known as the Paris Agreement. Now, the Paris Agreement is a legally binding international treaty on climate change. It aims to limit global warming to well below 2 degrees and preferably to 1.5 degrees Celsius compared to pre-industrial levels. The Kyoto Protocol places much burden on rich nations to reduce global emissions under what the protocol called common but differentiated responsibilities and respective capabilities. Then, 
the Paris Agreement introduced the nationally determined contributions or NDCs. NDCs are non-binding national plans highlighting what climate actions nations will take to reduce further global warming. In this series, expected to run through October to November, we will discuss what NDCs are, why they are essential, why nations were asked to revise them by 2020, and are these commitments so far getting us to a 1.5 degrees warmer world or higher? Now, developing nations also submit their national plans on how they will get to net zero as they develop. Does it mean the historical responsibility of rich nations to cut their emissions that has led to the current warming is somehow now shared by developing countries? While addressing this, we will talk about why African nations are pushing for recognition for their special needs and circumstances and the need for a just transition. How can Africa position itself as countries transit to low carbon pathways? What minerals does the continent possess critical for this transition? We will also discuss why developed countries have the biggest responsibilities compared to developing nations. Now, both the Kyoto and the Paris Agreement recognize the responsibilities the developed nations have to developing countries to provide finance, technology transfer, and capacities to deal with many challenges brought by climate change. So, we will be discussing where we are now. In finance, where did the question of 100 billion US dollars annually by 2020 come from? Has it been provided? What will African nations be pushing for in Glasgow this November as a new finance roadmap? We will also discuss the Paris Agreement in detail. Why was there a need for a new treaty? Where are we now? What are the critical concerns for Africa? What has the continent achieved since 2015 in Paris and what? Will the African delegates be taking to Glasgow? We'll also discuss critical issues under the Paris Agreement, such as carbon markets, adaptation, and loss and damage. During the ninth conference on climate change and development held in Cabo Verde this month, organized by the UN Economic Commission for Africa, delegates insisted that Africa is not going to COP26 on a begging bowl. The continent has made commitments to adaptation and renewables, among other commitments made in COP21. Where are we on these initiatives? We will also tell you more on the continental initiatives such as the Club Africa project that is providing a platform for African scientific community to contribute to the developmental works of African governments and development institutions and what else Africa will unveil at the COP26. Africa Climate Conversation will also take you to Glasgow this November. We will be at the African Pavilion where we will endeavor to keep you updated on the negotiations and progress on the issues of concern for the continent. Please remember your questions are valuable. Please feel free to write to us via info at africaclimateconversations.com, our social media pages, that is Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or leave us a comment on our website, www.africaclimateconversations.com. We will have experts answering your questions. I hope this information inspires you to join me and various experts that we'll have throughout the series and also tell a friend about us. I hope to see you next week on Tuesday for our first episode. But until then, Kwaheri, my name is Sophie Mbukwa.
inaendeshwa na Afripods.